Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Please download, subscribe, share this podcast to all of your friends and family far and wide. I would certainly appreciate that. And while you're at it, don't forget to join me each weekday, 3 to 7, on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. If you'd like to send me an email, it's open to you, charlie at 989WORD.com. Please, Do not be fooled. Establishment Washington hates the Constitution. They can't stand it. It stands in their way, especially that pesky Bill of Rights. Now, they will drag out the Constitution and dust it off on occasion, especially the folks on the left, when they are trying to bludgeon conservatives when they're trying to use it as a political battering ram or a tool, they will bring it out. But when you try to actually exercise your constitutional rights, well, they're not all for that, are they? No, history has shown that, especially more recent history. So if you do look throughout history, at all the forms of government that we've had around the globe. I'm talking about from ancient times all the way up until today. You will find very few that have actually granted rights to their citizens and limited the power of government. If you did a pie chart of all the forms of government, the vast majority of that pie chart would be authoritarian. Monarchies, dictatorships, Fascist governments, communist governments, all gave the state centralized power and took power from the people. Many a revolution was fought because of this. In fact, it's the reason that the United States exists. The American colonists, they've had enough of King George and his unreasonable authoritarian control. So they decided to do something about it. They revolted. And they won their freedom and independence, our freedom and independence. You see, our founding fathers, they took all the lessons they learned while being subjugated by Great Britain. And they thought, hmm, how can we not be like that? How can we guarantee that the American citizens have representation? And how can we guarantee that they will have rights? So they came up with the Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments to the Constitution. But, surprisingly and predictably, not everyone was on board with the Bill of Rights. Some thought that the Bill of Rights gave too much freedom to the people and took too much power from the federal government. Yes, some of our founding fathers had a pretty strong authoritarian streak in them. I mean, even John Adams, who started out as a strong proponent for states' rights, quickly turned into a Federalist. That's what a little taste of power will do to you. But the Bill of Rights did indeed make it into our Constitution, and it protects your rights, or at least it's supposed to. You see, it protects our rights because our founding fathers thought that your rights were granted to you by God. The Constitution was only there to protect it. And that brings us to the Constitution and the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law 
respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Folks, all you got to do is go in and look at the headlines every single day. How many times has our federal government violated our constitutional rights? And it seems like they can do it whenever they want to, however they want to. They get to decide what your freedom of speech is. They get to decide what your freedom of religion is, and they can take these rights and shrink them down as small as they possibly can and put so many constraints on them that your rights barely exist at all anymore. We'll get into the Second Amendment coming up in a later podcast, but right now, let's concentrate on the First Amendment. Freedom of religion? I don't really think we have that in this country anymore. In fact, I saw a video the other day of a young man who was in a park reading the Bible. Was he left alone because of the, uh, the free exercise clause of the First Amendment? No, he was not. He was arrested. Arrested and taken to jail. What about the freedom of the press? How many times has that been violated? A lot, but only for conservatives. Only conservatives have their point of view as a citizen journalist or as an actual journalist. How many times have you had your points of view censored by the government? We'll get into that coming up in just a little bit. What about your right to peacefully, uh, peaceably assemble? Oh, we've seen that diminished as well. What about your right to petition the government for a redress of grievances? All you have to do is look at what Merrick Garland did with parents who stood up at school board meetings and spoke their mind. Did he defend their freedom of speech? Did he uh, defend their their right to to, to peaceably uh, assemble? Did he defend their right to petition the government for a redress of grievances? No. No, he didn't. He labeled them domestic terrorists because the National Association of School Boards decided they wrote a letter to Merrick Garland asking him to do this, and that's exactly what he did. People standing up in school board meetings were dragged out, arrested, and silenced. And if anyone dare speak up at a school board meeting, the same would happen to you. But it gets worse. It gets far more nefarious than that. I was just telling you a minute ago about a young man who was reading the Bible in public. And he was arrested. He was literally handcuffed and carted off to jail. Now, as we remind you, 
the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So in my opinion, and in the average right-thinking American's opinion, arresting someone for exercising their religion is a violation of the First Amendment. But, but as I said before, the establishment in Washington, they want to contain your rights. They want to diminish your rights as much as they possibly can. I mean, all you got to do is look, you can't even stand outside of an abortion clinic and exercise your religious freedom. You can't do it. If you do, you will go to jail. How do we know that? Because it's happened, and it's happened time and time again. Want to pray outside of an abortion clinic? No, that's jail time. They will send you to jail for that. In fact, the FBI will show up at your door and put a gun to your head in front of your children and cart you off to jail for exercising your freedom of religion. Does, does that sound like a violation of the First Amendment to you? Well, it certainly does to me. They want you to be silenced. Everywhere they can possibly silence you, they are going to do it. Because the only thing they want is their opinion coming out of your mouth. Anything other than that, and you've got some real serious trouble. Lately, we have found out that our federal government has worked with social media sites to censor conservative speech. And, and, and hey, it wasn't the first time. All you got to do is, is go look back during the Obama administration with the IRS and the weaponizing the IRS against the Tea Party and other conservative groups not granting them nonprofit status. Oh, 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 that was a mistake. Oh, that was, uh, I don't know how that happened, wink, wink. We all know how it happened. It was a directive from Eric Holder and the folks in the Obama administration to stop or to prohibit conservative groups from being considered nonprofit. That was really one of the... (laughs) As far as all of this is concerned, that was really the beginning of what we're, we're seeing <clears throat> going on right now. It's pretty amazing. So now, as I said before, we found out that our federal government, the FBI, the intelligence community, were in on censoring American speech. So they went to these uh, social media sites and they said, hey, you know what? Yeah, we got some, oh boy, we got some folks out there saying some stuff that we really don't like. Uh, you wouldn't mind taking that down off your site, would you? Would you? To which the social media site said, oh, uh, no, we don't mind that at all. Certainly we'll do that. Well, well, that's good to hear, social media site, because we would hate to get rid of your 230 protection, right? Yes, sir. You got it. We'll get those. Uh, we'll get those evil posts right off. Off right now. Freedom of speech, freedom of thought, is being stamped on, trampled on here in the United States of America. And I, I, I it really is unbelievable. 
But then again, that's just a figure of speech because I totally believe it. I completely believe that the Democrat Party and Establishment Washington, the swamp, wants to shut you up any way they possibly can, any way they can. In fact, you all remember the Hunter Biden laptop story. When that story broke, the federal government went to social media sites and said, hey, we got some Russian disinformation coming down. Uh, You guys probably don't want to be printing anything like that. And, And by the way, you don't want anybody else talking about it either. So what did they do? They they went so far as to even shut down the New York Post website, not the website, their social media sites, took them down off of Twitter so that they couldn't pass this information on to the American people. Now, this is the same laptop that the IRS had had for, uh, I'm sorry, that the FBI had had for a long time. They knew everything that was in it. They just didn't want to share it with you. But when you decided to share it, when you decided to become a citizen journalist and share this stuff, then they got really, really interested in that laptop. Well, not so much the laptop. They got interested in you. And they wanted to shut you up. That's what they want. You to be quiet, you to be good little soldiers, you to toe the party line. That's the only thing they will accept. Like I said before, they want their opinion coming out of your mouth. They want their opinion being typed on your keyboard. They want their opinion on your social media site, and they will tolerate nothing else. It's a sad day in the United States of America when our government openly, openly, violates our First Amendment, and nothing gets done about it. Oh, there are tough questions asked. Oh, there might even be a hearing. But what ultimately gets done? Who gets prosecuted? Who gets made an example of? Nobody. Nobody does. All they have to do is come up with some form of plausible deniability, and they walk away scot-free. How many other times does this happen? How many times do you get to do things? You you don't. When the government tramples on your rights, do you have the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances? No, you don't. You have to be silenced at every turn. Shut up, citizen. We've got control of this. Recently, four more indictments came down against Donald Trump. Four more indictments. There were also six unindicted co-conspirators. What were their crimes? Well, they just happened to put forth information, information or an opinion that the government didn't like. And for their opinions, they could go to jail. For their opinions, for Donald Trump's opinion, even that is backed up by, in my um, uh, estimation, a great deal of fact, you have to be silenced. And that's what all of these indictments against Donald Trump are about, silencing him, ultimately silencing you. They will make an example of him so that you will know where your boundaries are, and you better not step over those boundaries. 
You strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. That's their game plan. Silence you, silence him, silence anyone with a dissenting opinion against their ideology, and you could go to jail. Democrats, they don't have to worry about things like that. They can say whatever they want. They can deny the 2016 election was, was legitimate until, until the cows come home. In fact, I've got 20, uh, what I think it was about 27 minutes of audio tape clips of Democrats denying the legitimacy of elections. Have any of them been silenced? Have any of them been indicted? Have any of them gone to jail? Has the intelligence, anyone in the intelligence community, gone to jail because they allowed the BS about the the Steele dossier to continue? They all knew it was fake. They all knew it was disinformation. But they allowed the media, they allowed Adam Schiff, they allowed Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and all the other Democrats to go along with this information stating that Donald Trump was a Russian asset. Did they try to silence them? No, they didn't. Will they try to silence you? Yes, they will. And they are. This is the Checkpoint Charlie podcast.